Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of Bite-Sized Virtue. This is episode 2, season 7. And as promised, we're going to migrate away from sort of the introductory subject of last week onto the, onto the topic of unity of virtues. But before we get there, it's sometimes helpful to, you know, define a little bit what we mean by virtues because it's one thing to actually claim that you know you have a particular virtue whether that's one of the Britannian virtues or you know one of the um, enumerated virtues of Catholicism or you know like any of the things that we would recognize as a virtue in the real world which granted many of the virtues of Britannia are but like I say it's one thing to say that you have a particular virtue and it's another thing entirely to actually practice that virtue, right? I can say I'm a very patient person, but do I lose my temper a lot of the time? Yeah, that that happens. Do I get frustrated with a lot of things, even sometimes very trivial things? Yeah, that too. Okay. Am I really a patient person? Is patience one of my virtues? Well, I don't know. Kind of have to uh kind of have to question that. And in this way, it's funny because of course like a virtue is at its very best, a virtue is something that should come naturally to you. You know, it should be essentially as easy to enact a particular virtue if you possess it genuinely. It should be as easy to enact a particular virtue as it is to breathe, right? If you're a genuinely compassionate person, then taking the compassionate route in addressing a situation or addressing the plight of a particular person should come to you pretty easily. It should just kind of happen. Um, it should be second nature, right? Like that's, that would be, I think the best way to describe it is, you know, like the virtue, the practice of the virtue should really become second nature to you if that's a virtue you do genuinely possess. But equally, it's not something that, you know, you're necessarily born with, right? I mean, there's a degree of that, you know, like I can look even at, um, my young son, you know, he's not yet two years old, and I can see very positive character traits in him. And to a degree, yes, those are things that are innate, but even then, they're innate in a very juvenile way. They're not, you know, he's a perennially happy child, but equally, his threshold for happiness is very juvenile, and his practice of happiness is very juvenile, you know? It doesn't take a lot to make him happy. He smiles very easily with most people. But, I mean, he also has no real understanding of the distinction between happiness and sadness. He's not yet capable, really, of, of a reason. He can feel these different emotions, but he's not really capable of understanding them yet. He's hungry, he cries. He's happy, he smiles. And it's almost autonomic. Not second nature, just nature. So, you know, to a degree, I mean, you can be born with, I guess, the capacity to develop more readily in a particular virtue, but even then, you still have to develop in that virtue. And I think maybe this is where Ultima 4 kind of, in its own weird low-tech by modern standards of, I guess, gaming and progression tracking in games, in its own way, kind of gets it right. You know, you're, you don't start the game as an eight-part avatar. You don't start the game as eight parts of any of the particular virtues, and you do have to constantly work to essentially level up in each of the virtues. And that's 
actually kind of true for how it is in our lives too, right? You know, we might have, we might be predisposed to, you know, enact a particular virtue more readily than others, right? Happy baby could grow up to be just a you know, genuinely happy person who smiles very easily all of his life. That, that could actually be the case. But equally, you know, to, uh, to a large degree for most of us, the virtues, whatever virtues we, you know, really wish to excel at are things that we also need to, to train at and to grow in. We need to look, honestly, at where we are at with each of them now and then sort of, you know, figure out, okay, well, what do I need to do to become more of this, to become more compassionate, to develop a deepening sense of justice and to enact that in the world, to be more honorable, um, to be temperate, to be chaste, whatever particular virtue we happen to be pursuing. You just can't flip a switch and be that thing. You have to work toward it, which means deepening your understanding of it, right? I mean, it's, it's as much about learning what the virtue entails. You know, that can even involve book work, right? That can even involve listening to other podcasts, not necessarily this one, um, reading up on it, working with a spiritual advisor, whatever path you choose to take, you know, like there has to be that process of understanding, okay, what is this virtue even? And now that I'm starting to understand what this virtue is, what am I doing in my own life now that leads me toward that ideal? What am I doing in my own life now that leads me away from that ideal? What can I do in my life now to move myself closer to that ideal? And that can be, that can be a really long, long process. But ultimately, hopefully, you know, you get to the point where the virtue, whatever it is, just happens. It's as easy for you as breathing because you have become that virtue. You've become genuinely compassionate. You become genuinely honorable, just, chaste, temperate, whatever. And so, you know, if we were to ask what a virtue is, well, I mean, I don't really want to attempt to define necessarily what a virtue is because that's sort of a, that's a whole nother ball of wax that I don't think we really need to worry about in looking at the unity of virtues. But I think it is important to, you know, frame the discussion in this way first to say, you know, like, hey, if you are going to have virtues in your life, A, these are things that you need to work at. B, these are things you need to be honest with yourself about, whether you possess them or you don't. And then C, you know, the things that you have that are virtues are those positive qualities. And notably, these are outward facing things, right? You know, like if I'm compassionate, I'm not just compassionate for myself. I'm compassionate to others. If I'm honorable, I'm not just honorable in the confines of my own room. I'm honorable in my conduct with others. I am just in my dealings with others. I am chaste in my relationships with others. I am temperate in my consumption, which admittedly can be, you know, that is actually important, you know, in private as well as in public. But, you know, I am temperate in my consumption, whether alone or in a group, and also in my use of language, again, whether alone or in a group, right? Like that... None of the virtues is entirely facing me. There may, you know, each of the virtues has ways that it plays out privately, but all of the virtues face outward, face toward other people and my relationships with other people and my dealings with other people. And so the things that are virtues are those things in which 
the things that I have most as virtues, the things that are, you know, my virtues are the things where in my dealings with other people, in my relationships with other people, I find it easiest, almost as easy as breathing, to choose the good for those other people, right? And if you remember from previous seasons of Bite Size Virtue, what does it mean? What 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 is defined as the as to will the good of the other and to do what is necessary to enact it? Well, that's love. Food for thought. Anyways, just wanted to kind of put that out there. That's sort of a framework for understanding what we mean kind of when we talk about virtues, right? It's the things that we want to the things that bring good to others, things that we do to bring good to others, things that we do essentially to love others. And in particular, they're the things we do to love others that are like second nature to us. Those are our virtues, whatever they are. And that's all I have for this week. Thank you for listening. And until next time, be virtuous. Be virtuous.